welcome. This is not concession impression. This is not filmmaker's cookbook. It's just it's in the umbrella, but we're gonna do a little special episode today, which is just looking ahead at twenty twenty three and talking about a few films that, that either mean a lot to us in oh I'm excited to watch this film or I'm not excited at all to watch this film. And we're gonna make a little bingo list that you guys as well can follow along and create your own bingo list and see see if you uh come out with the right uh, see if you can predict better than us see if you can predict better than us and also just you know a fun little thing to do throughout the year to see if your predictions for the beginning of the year come true with the films that actually come out and we'll do an update i guess at the end of next year (laughs) yeah with how this one does and then we'll make new prediction one next year for 2024 wow this show is hosted by myself michelangelo and me chase So let's jump into it, I guess. Do we literally just want to go through this list and say what we think it could be good for? I kind of wanted to go through it by quarter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's go through the first quarter of films, major films coming out, which would be from January to March. Uh, what films in from that first quarter stands out to you? Um, stands out to me in what way? Like... Uh, in any way. Like, does any film in January through March meet any of the requirements or any of the bingo chart does it fill in any of the bingo chart for you sure so i think megan or m3 gan i think is possibly going to be good for the meme movie of the year okay i think it's already kind of got a, a meme-ish reputation yeah um and possibly best horror film of the year because i do like some of the choices they've made i think they are going against the grain for horror uh, mm. in a lot of ways and um it could be good i don't know we'll see i think i might hate megan or m3 <laughs> the, the most this year but i think i would agree with you that it does hit that uh meme film of the year criteria for me so far for me also house party is something that i was kind of interested in okay so house party kind of called out to me because it's actually it's written by Stephen Glover who is Donald Glover's brother I think Donald Glover and Stephen Glover also has worked on a few things that you know I really liked Mm -hmm. uh, Atlanta and and a few other things I'm excited to see how that film turns out it might I don't want to say yet I think I'm going to fill out this this bingo chart and um, send it to you and post it online so everyone look out for on our Instagram at film cookbook to see our completely filled out bingo charts but i think mm-hmm. it would i think it would maybe go into the best comedy of the year i think it's like a it looks like a fun comedy film so okay, i want to see that i want to put that in there it kind of has uh it seems like it's maybe a reference to um animal house a little bit only mm-hmm. blacker <laughs> so that's cool i i've i've seen the posters around at various theaters, but I haven't seen a ton of marketing for it. So. I've seen only a few trailers for it. I remember actually watching a trailer and thinking it seems okay. But I think as I did more research into it and kind of looked at it a little more, I my interest in it grew more and more. It might be a complete miss, but I, I think um, 
I'm excited to at least watch it and check it out. Yeah, it definitely looks like something to check out. I didn't know that it was uh, Stephen Glover working on it. I mean, he's he's great with Atlanta. He works on Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Worked Atlanta is finished this year. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check it out. I, I wonder if it'll carry that surrealist comedy, or if it'll be something m- more unique to Stephen and less Donald. Yeah, I'm a, I'm curious. I think I don't know if it will be the funniest movie of the year, but I think. I'm curious, nonetheless, to see the direction it goes. I could see it potentially um, if if this movie reaches the right audiences and, and has a good reputation. It could end up being like a sleeper hit. I could see that, too. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Could be. Could very well be. I think the next one for me, if you don't mind me continuing. Go. Yeah. Might be my A24 pick, which would be when you finish Saving the World. Mm. I was thinking about that, yeah. It's Mainly directed be- by Jesse Eisenberg and yes. starring and written. It's it's his directorial debut. Has he not directed anything else before that? His feature directorial debut. It looks like it's his directorial debut. That's fascinating. I'm surprised. I, I, it feels like there are other things that he has directed before. but So a lot of my picks, I will say, are going to be more hopeful. Like The interest is not like this story sounds very interesting or um, it, it sometimes it will be, but I think, for instance, for this pick and the last pick, there are just very small instances that made me like, oh, that sounds really interesting. Like uh, Jesse Eisenberg's directorial debut could be a complete disaster. I mean, if it's directorial debut, I would say it leans more on the chance that it won't be the best film, but it's nonetheless, I'm interested in seeing how it turns out. Same thing with House Party, mm-hmm. with uh, seeing Stephen Glover's approach and to see what he brings to the table kind of those things are reasons why i'm including those things in my list yeah my my reason for maybe not thinking this would be the big a24 film of the year is because i don't know if jesse eisenberg has enough clout behind his name to get audiences okay um and i i feel like he's probably going to be a visually understated director as most actors tend to be when they turn director is they tend to be just more on like performance and less on like some of the other directing skills that I think a 24 in particular has made a brand on are these like visually really interesting, unique films that are geared towards a, a more youthful audience. None of which I think Jesse Eisenberg necessarily corresponds to for me, but I could see maybe it, it, it turns out that way. I don't know. I like the title. Yeah, I think it's interesting. What uh, other yeah, A24 well, in this in this group? I think there's one other A24 film. Yeah, I, I, there's not much about it. And it's a straight to, I think, Apple TV Got release. It. So I kind of, that's why I kind of chose this one. Because it seemed like it was a bigger release. And uh, it had a little bit interesting facts to it. For me, in this first three months, I think for the first three months... That's I mean, kind of where my extent of the first three months go. So the other couple of movies that I, I would point out as possibly interesting movies would be Quantumania. Uh, that's coming out. Oh, I think that might February. be the the big... The big superhero film of the year. Yeah, I think the best superhero... Super, no, actually, mm-hmm. never mind. I'm not going to give it to that one. I think it, it, it would be a big one, but it will lose out later to Spider-Man. I think it could be the first movie to get a billion in the year. What do you think about that? Mm, I don't know. The other MN films weren't that high of performing movies, so I don't think that this one could get there. Now, I would say that 
possibly the surprise box office. I think it by the end of the year might end up being the first movie to hit a billion because it's not just an ant-man film it's it's the first the f- film in the next arc it's the that- equivalent of the avengers films i think because we're having multiple characters cross over right yeah definitely i mean it's thing it's primarily focuses on ant-man but it does have the main big bad it's like kind of including thanos in iron man or some of that right like right. so i think it will be a big and movie, there's been a lot of marketing Marvel. on it already i agree and the trailers I, are good i think another movie that kind of stands out to me but i couldn't really necessarily put it on anywhere uh is dungeons and dragons honor among thieves i honestly want to put it under like worst opening weekend or <laughs> i think it's gonna be the worst yeah or something i the thing is though i think it will be but i hope it's not because i am a fan of dungeons and dragons and i think that i hope it does do well but i think it won't so, so I, would that be worst opening weekend or surprise box office bomb because they have a ton of big actors it it's a thing that true. people should know i feel like it's and they've been marketing it although the marketing i think has been really negatively received generally speaking mm-hmm. so maybe it's not a surprise box office bomb but yeah I feel like it's a good it's a good one for that category it could be i think it would meet there and it's kind of sad that i'm putting it there but i think that's kind of where it would be for me but i I don't know if i want to put it there because there's i think a few movies later in the year that i think i would put in the the worst opening weekend so if anything Mm -hmm. i would put it in the surprise surprise box office bomb yeah do you want to do you want to jump into april through june uh there are a few more movies i want to get to in this oh okay because there's there's uh uh cocaine bear which i think could be a meme movie okay and possibly surprise sleeper hit okay so dumb looking, but it's like a high concept dumb looking, kind of like Swiss Army Man was, where it could just yeah. surprise everyone. I don't know. It seems like a Sharknado kind of film to me, which could be more on the meme thing. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not a <laughs> big just, fan of them. It's directed by Elizabeth Banks. Oh, my God. That's a terrible sign. <laughs> He's a yeah. really bad director. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> You're just you're not great <laughs> i'm sorry uh and then the other kind of surprise maybe and possibly best horror film of the year uh winnie the pooh blood and honey because mm. i think that's hilarious that one also might go into the meme film of the year as well though mm-hmm. it looks like they are they're also interestingly debuting around the same time as Quantumania, so they're counter-programming, which I think is going to be to their success. Because every those theaters are going to be all full, and all the people who want to see a movie that weekend but can't are going to go see Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and Cocaine Bear. Mm-hmm. I will say also, in this first three months, John Wick, Chapter 4, Shazam, Fear of the Gods, mm-hmm. and um, 65. I think Shazam, Shazam is going to be the surprise box office bomb, or worst opening weekend. I, I, you're you're given too many things too early, Jace. That's why I only call out a few things because there's a, other ones later on that I think will fit those better. Oh, I'm, That's not, why else... I, I'm not giving it to them yet. I'm writing them oh, okay. down as like possibles. Possibles, okay. And then I'm going to choose which ones I think by the end. I think 65 I didn't really hear about. I didn't really think was an interesting thing. I watched the trailer actually recently and I was like, hmm, maybe. Uh, it has some interesting names behind it, but it also mm. might also 
could be for worst opening weekend or um, surprise box office bomb or some of that. But yeah, okay. Adam Driver. Do you think Adam Driver has proven himself as like a an actual movie star who can carry a movie by himself? Uh, I, I think I think he's great. I think I think I really like him. I'm a fan of Adam. Driver. I think he's a good actor. But do you think people will show up to a movie to watch it because he's in it? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. I think because he's the only name here, right? It's yeah. pretty much it's pretty much him fighting dinosaurs. Um, but it has it has Sam Raimi as a producer, so they're kind of you know definitely selling that. And I think you know music by Danny Elfman, so it's has some names behind the scenes, but visually like oh you're going to go see an Adam Driver film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it I think he could sell some seats, but I think um, we'll see. Do you want to so, jump into the next part? <laughs> I still have a couple more films. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Infinity Pool, I think, could be a, a good one for uh, sleeper hit or horror. It has uh, Mia Goth in it, and so I think that's going to help it a lot because okay. she's now like the horror darling. Gotcha. And then Knock at the Cabin is the other one that's in this group. Uh, I think that could be worst opening weekend, possibly. <laughs> I could see it being a sleeper hit because M. Night Shyamalan is one of those directors who could come out of nowhere and actually make something decent. Um, it, it just really depends. What do you, what do you think about knock at the cabin? I think it could either be best script or it could be worst, (laughs) worst opening weekend. I think it, M. Night Shyamalan could either take it or not like completely miss it or completely hit it. So I think it could be, could go either way. Cause also he likes to do his, all his own scripts. Right. So I think it Mm -hmm. could win best script if it's a really good movie. You know what other film I think, or what other category it could suffice would be film you think everyone will hate because people mm. love to hate on M Night Shyamalan movies. It's it doesn't even matter if they've seen it yet; they'll just hate on it. That's true. I, I can see that as well. All right, let's move on. Okay. All right, so let's jump into quarter two, April through June, which I think is going to be a lot of the big ones this year. Yeah. So starting off in this, uh, we have Super Mario Bros. Yes, which also could be worst opening weekend. I think but... it could be worst opening weekend, or it could be an amazing animated experience. Who knows? You can never tell with Illumination. I will say that within April and June, you have a few of the contenders for me. I'm going to just jump ahead a little bit and say that Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. uh, Volume 3 might be one of the best superhero films. I could see um, that. It'll be an interesting movie because it's directed by James Gunn who is now heading up DC. So I think there'll be lots of eyes on that for that reason. But I will also say that it's the, the, the end of the trilogy, which means that there's probably a heavier movie, more emotional. And I think it could be there. Now I will say that the main contender for a lot of these is Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. That might be, I feel like take, could fill up a lot of these categories with best animated film, best art direction, um, I think that's going to be the one that does best animated for sure. And I mean, I think just overall, it's going to be, I think, a really great one. What about uh, The Little Mermaid? You know, I'm actually excited for it. We'll see how it goes. I'm just, I think that... I think that could be a contender for a film you think everyone will hate on. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Everyone already I, is, kind of. Yeah, definitely. I will say going back a little bit to April... Another film that caught me was uh, Next Goal Wins, which is uh, Taika Waititi's soccer comedy. Oh, interesting. 
and that might also take best comedy film of the year for me. Um, I could see I, that being also best script or something. Okay. Because he's he's already won best screenwriting right once, and yeah. Uh, I could see him winning it again because they'll they might give it to him as a way of being like it's not the best directed. Sorry if it, there's stiff competition, but we'll give you best screenwriting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't know he had a movie coming out, so I'm excited about that now for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a great right? cast too. Mm -hmm. With Michael Fassbender, I love Michael Fassbender, so I'm really excited for that one. That one's which also maybe Michael Fassbender might be best actor possibly for me this year but um i just i'm a fan of him so i can't really say mm -hmm. say that's might be an early thing to say call out but besides that i think this i mean this is like going into the summer blockbusters right and i think a lot of these films you have like the transformers you have flash you have uh disney pixar's elemental yeah elemental is i think another one that could be a contender for best animated but i also think pixar has been on a, a negative role lately yeah, I'm interested to see because it feels like it's almost a retelling, a rehash of um, of Zootopia. So we'll kind of see how how this one pans out. I I I would agree with you. I think the same thing with um, Little Mermaid, which is I'm excited for it. I think I I don't mind a lot of like I think what a lot of people are hating on the film so far. I think is just ridiculous. Um, it seems I just, motivated by things other than whether or not it's a good film. Yeah, and I I, I really care about what is it going to be more like you know is it going to be just a, a shot for shot remake like the lion king live action i think it just i'm curious to see what disney's going to do with it i feel like it's going to be terrible though but i, I, I do I like the music in little well. mermaid so i'm kind of curious to see how the music is and if they what they change or how they change it it could be you know maybe it's the best live action remake of a disney film could be but what i really want to see actually is disney to make live action remakes of the less popular films they made mm -hmm. you know like i don't know i'm not even sure what movies to, to call out right now but like i would to... love to see a live action version of atlantis and treasure planet yes yeah that would be great i think something like that that the, that is what i would hope that disney would do one day but um... i i want to make the atlantis one atlantis is one of my favorite animated movies of all time the story oh, wow. Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea which is where the story originates from is mm -hmm. one of my favorite epic stories of all time. I love it. I wanna. I want this to be mine someday. So don't nobody direct that until I'm okay. Then at never that mind. Level. No one. No one make it yet. <laughs> all right. The the for me at least the last film in this one that I think there's a lot of good films here, but I think that already I know that for me like Spider Man Across the Spider Verse takes a lot of them. Yeah, I agree. And I think Indiana Jones might be like oh, one of the, the flops flop. i think that's gonna um, flop hard i think the flash is gonna flop hard the flash might flop pretty hard i think it's a, kind of a disaster movie so far mm -hmm. the other big one that i think i have high hopes for is going to be asteroid city okay it's um wes anderson's new film yeah i, I could i think that'll be possibly that could be, best film best art direction those ones yeah i could it could go in a lot of um things it won't definitely be first billion dollars i feel like spider-man can take it i think guardians can take first billion i think even um ant-man can take first billion but i think interestingly it's written by 
Roman Coppola. And it has it's starring also Tom Hanks is one of the Stop he, Oh, the cast is ridiculously stacked. Yeah, just like any Wes Anderson film. And it, it definitely has all those uh Wes Anderson classics in there, you know. You have Adrian Brody, you have Edward Norton. You has know? Tom yeah. Hanks ever done a uh, I don't Anderson think before? I don't think he has. So it's like I don't think he, Steve Carell has either. I don't think Margot Tom Hanks Robbie got has. his Wes Anderson badge there. But the rest of them are pretty typical. Hong Chow. Hong Chow is having a massive career boost over these last couple of years. She's in two of the best films this year, and is looking like she's going to be in a couple good films this next year too. Yeah. So that'd be cool. I'm excited. Maybe maybe might take the best actress for next year. Hong Chow. <laughs> I could see her winning like best supporting in something. Even this year, like I could see her winning best supporting in for the whale this year. That could maybe. be who knows. Or even yeah, we'll in, in the menu, I could see her winning best supporting. She yeah, I think she did a lot of great work. All right, what else you got this this that's kind of all I gotta say for this. So uh, I'm I think interested this is the big to ones. see how Transformers Rise of the Beast does because we haven't had a Transformers movie in a in a few years. I think because People were tired of them. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And I don't know if this movie is going to reignite that or not. I hope it doesn't personally. But I, I okay. do think Stephen Cable Jr. is a decent director. He directed Creed II uh, and The Land before that. So I'm I'm intrigued to see how he handles a big budget movie like this. But I, I don't want another Transformers movie. I'm really done with that IP completely. And then... I agree. The Indiana Jones, I'm also I'm really sad about Indiana Jones because I love that property, but they have not handled it well. I think because they keep trying to do stuff with Harrison Ford and they really, I think, should just do a full reboot with a completely different cast. I, I don't know what they should do with it right at this point, but I, I do agree with you that I really like Indiana Jones, the franchise. So I'm kind of sad to, to kind of see it um, mm -hmm. to where it is right now. And then I'm also curious about the blackening. We'll okay. see how that goes. But it's uh, it's a movie that I think will appeal to the burgeoning like black film audience quite a lot. It's got all the key things for that. Okay. Um, but we'll see. Uh, moving on. Great. All right. Let's jump into July, quarter three, July through September. This July is going to be insane. Holy really? shit. I actually think there's very few films i think as after this i have less and less films that I kind of really caught my attention but look at july yes july is gonna be crazy i think mission impossible i think i'm really excited for oppenheimer for barbie i think barbie might you know i think margot robbie might have a big year i mean she's had she's been having a big year for the last True. Like, three years the last few years have been big years i think uh, marvels might be contender for uh worst opening weekend i can I see think that I, the Mission director, Impossible. Nia DaCosta, is a hit-or-miss director for me. Mm -hmm. um, she did, I think most recently, uh, the Candyman remake. Okay. Which was fine. I don't think it was great, but it was fine. Oppenheimer, I think... Could get best art direction, best scripts. Um, I think it's going to be... Even best acting. I can see it. I can see, you know... I could see it nominated, but there's something about the way the trailer is set up that I cannot tell what the story is going to be, which scares me. 
Now, question, is this bingo chart what we think is going to win ne the next year's like Oscars or just in general public opinion, what would be the best I script? I think more general public opinion. In that case, then I, I, I will say that I think this could do really well. I don't think it will win I think it's going to get accolades. The, the Nolan fan vote. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of Nolan fans out there, but uh, I just, I, I think the story doesn't appear to be very there for this film. But it looks like mm -hmm. it's going to be really gorgeously shot. So, like, maybe like cinematography will be amazing. I'm, it already looks amazing. I think uh, Christopher Nolan takes always those like historic movies in his in his repertoire that I think. What other historic movies has he done? Dunkirk. Oh, Dunkirk. Yeah. Dunkirk. Was, I think he's shown that he can do history and he can do cinematic and he can do action. I think this would be more on the cinematic and the like historic part. And I think he could do a good job. I think it has a really interesting cast. The cast you know? is amazing. Um, I think I'm really excited for that. And now that you brought up Dunkirk, that is interesting because Dunkirk also doesn't have a, a very traditional narrative. So, yeah, so I'm intrigued by that. Um, Barbie might, you know, again, be good for Margot Robbie. Might Ryan Gosling might even be best. Did you see uh, the trailer? Direction. I did. I mean, the, the teaser. The teaser trailer where they yeah. remake the Kubrick. 2001 yeah. Space Odyssey. Yeah. So I'm excited <laughs> for it. But I thought I was... that was hilarious. Did you not like that? You seem I think, skeptical. I mean, I'm still really confused with the films and to be like, but which is you know, also getting me excited. Like what is like, I'm excited to watch this film that I don't think I normally would be like, Oh, a Barbie film. I want to see that. So it's, I'm excited. It's got Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach behind the screenplay. So yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, me too. Now I will say that I think a lot of the films we've been reading off of are the American releases. There is one film coming out in July that I really wanted to uh, call out that could be also best animated film. And I think I would probably put this for best foreign film is um, Hayao Miyazaki is coming out of retirement to make a new film called How Do You Live? Okay. That's coming That's coming out in July. Do you think that and wouldn't be a contender for best animated? I said, yeah, I think it would be a contender for best animated and also best foreign film. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hayao Miyazaki, I think, has so far been proven to be kind of one of the godfathers of animated film and of uh, foreign and Japanese films specifically. So Hayao Miyazaki, he did, you know, a lot of animated films that you probably know. Kiki's Delivery Business or Kiki's Delivery Escort Service, um, Spirited Away, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo. Like he did a lot of those things. So I think he's... Has a, he's probably a big contender. Probably will beat out um, Disney and and Pixar. I'd say. I think the only contender against him, I would say, might be Spider Man. But we'll see how that goes. Fun, fun, fun. It'll be an interesting year for animation, I think, because we have really all of the animation studios releasing a big major movie this year. True, and it's gonna be a big fight. And I think it might be a year where Disney and Pixar have to really rethink how they make films because I think they have a lot of other animated studios that are really competing and, and really showing that they can do animation mm -hmm. a lot better or more interestingly, and I think Pixar and Disney have to not stick to, Oh, we've been doing the same thing for the last 20 years and we've been winning all these accolades, but they have to, you know, keep it fresh in a little bit. 100%. So. And Bob Iger is now back in charge. So we'll see if that happens. Alrighty. Anything else for this month? I think a lot of these movies at this time might flop. I think also Blue Beetle 
is Blue might Beetle. be a flop another superhero film but I, i'm, well, I'm also waiting because now dc has said that they are basically starting over as soon as james gunn's movies yeah so i'm start. kind of so... even curious what the point is after this anymore so but i think can i segue into the october december because i already know what's my pick for the 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 biggest the worst superhero film of the year is going to be so i wanted to touch upon one last movie uh haunted mansion oh, okay i think that's probably gonna flop but also why are they releasing it in august that seems yeah, weird. i don't know that seems um, like they're trying to hide it <laughs> it's disney so i think whatever i'm actually somewhat interested about the film but i think it's not gonna maybe be blow it's not gonna blow anyone away it seems like if they were because it's a it's a, a halloween movie so like uh, if they were really excited about it, they would release it in October. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's not really strictly like a horror film because it is Disney again. So I think they're not going to really do anything too crazy. I think it might even be like a horror comedy, I would imagine. Yeah. And it's got a cast full of people who are, um, they're kind of the, they're, they're names, but they're names that are a little bit more controversial. I will say that. Lakeith Sanfield is one of my favorite actors, and I think anything I'm excited for anything he's in. Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean, it has a like. I'm not talking so much about any of their acting abilities. I'm talking about like I don't know if any of these people are people who would lead a film, and people would be like a large amount of people would be like, yes, I'm going to go see that film. Especially Jared Leto, we already know that he can't really bring a bunch of people to I mean, to the movie I think theaters the only name here that maybe is really a genuine star is like jamie lee curtis and she's like lowest on the list so she doesn't have a huge role in this film hey danny vito though yeah but he hasn't been a movie star in a long time he's big in <laughs> no, tv just, though yeah no i'm just kidding but i will say that the the biggest flop i think for this year is gonna be craven the hunter i can see that and i think it's gonna be the new uh what's it called speaking of jared leto speaking of jared leto i think craven the hunter is gonna be the biggest flop yeah. It's going to be because it's a, what a man, I'm losing my. Well, they have brain so here. They have a couple of chances, I think, to try and and maybe make it a big event. It'll depend on how they utilize uh, his introduction in the previous two Marvel movies that come out this year. The thing is, though, he's Sony Marvel. Right. Oh, that's so. True. That is it's true. not it's not the Marvel he can't be connected to Ant-Man or the other ones like oh, he's right. he's with Spider-Man and uh the freaking vampire guy whatever his name was what, what was his thing Morbius Morbius yes oh, yeah Craven the Hunter is going to be the new Morbius because it, it's it's Sony's Marvel film or Sony's superhero film within their Sony verse yeah, they which make such bad superhero films I, I think you know, apart from their animated films. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think this... I think this would be a huge flop. I, I'm sad. I mean, I don't think also anyone really knows Craven the Hunter. You know, I guess he's kind of going back and forth with other, like, Spider-Man people who have interacted with Spider-Man, I guess, in some way or another. But mm. I don't know. Anyways, I think for other than that, this film... I mean, other than that, in the, the last part of this year, from October to December, the big There's ones Doom that part I... part two. I think that's a big one for me. I think Dune Part 2. And The Hunger in, Games. Uh, I don't know what I feel about The Hunger Games. I, I think the last two films were kind of really bad for me. <laughs> uh, I wasn't also like really a big fan of Hunger Games to start with. Well, I love The Hunger Games from the books, actually. 
And okay. I think the first movie is pretty decent as far yeah, I would as be with that. setting up the whole story. But the the last two of the trilogy really fail. Mm-hmm. But I do think um, there's enough of a audience because Hunger Games is still one of the most popular books sold right now. So I, true. I, I could see it peaking interest. I, I can see it. And it's written by Michael Arndt, who is a great screenwriter. I don't know if Francis Lawrence, though, who's directing it. But I, I will say that... Personally, I didn't put it on the list mainly because I'm not a big fan of, of like, I, it's kind of like the Indiana Jones for me. Like, I wish Indiana Jones was good. I love the, the concept, Indiana Jones like, franchise, but I think Hunger Games, I'm not even interested in the franchise to begin. Got it. I'm not even interested in the franchise to begin with. So I think like, I don't have any hope to begin with. And I don't really feel like I'd rather put my money in other or my votes on other movies. Like Dune Part, Dune 2, Part 2, I'm really excited. Go. Well, here's the thing. I'm really excited about it, but I'm also not because I was uh, I knew nothing about Dune. I really, really liked the first Dune movie. I'm kind of sad that they killed off a lot of the characters I really loved in the first one. I mean, again, I know it's a book and I know it primarily should focus on Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. but going into it, not knowing anything and being like, oh, it's sad that I, I really liked these actors uh, and these characters. And now it's kind of, they're all dead and it's now just kind of focusing on Timothy Chalamet yeah. and Zendaya, which is makes sense. But again, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So I, so I'm somewhat conflicted on the first Dune movie because the first Dune movie, while I think it is great in a lot of ways, I think the story really suffers from how much exposition they have to get through. So I'm hoping that this movie is going to benefit from the fact that they got through all of the boring exposition in the last movie. And so this one is just going to be this giant war. I actually really like all the exposition. Like I like mm. the, I think I just, I, it felt I'm, comparing so long. It, I'm comparing it to star Wars, right? Like I think the, the star Wars, like episodes one, two, and three yeah. are very like political, but it's like in the most boring, like, I don't care at all about the political part of Star Wars. I just want to see like Jedi's. I like I care more about that aspect. Yeah. In Dune, I really thought like the political aspect of it and the different like kingdoms and everything like that and the story in this world was really interesting and I actually didn't mind all the the like political parts of it. I think the war will be interesting, but I I'm curious to see like I hope they still have something. I don't know. I hope it's not just turns into like the Clone Wars and it's just the next film is just all action the whole time. So mm, I, I think we have very differing opinions on this. I, I, I really think great. The, first, I like it. the first one is so much exposition that it really makes the whole movie a slog to get through, even though it has great, you know, cinematography, great set design, great editing, great acting. And the, a lot of the dialogue is pretty great. I just, the, the, it's just like every scene is like, clearly just information dump and then the final like 20 minutes something finally happens anyways yeah any anything else that that calls out to you uh, in this last few months i went on a tangent <laughs> so yeah. uh the paw patrol movie obviously no i'm kidding mm-hmm. i'm intrigued by this untitled exorcist film i don't know anything about it but i'm intrigued that there's going to be another exorcist film <laughs> out of nowhere the wonka movie i think is going to be exciting actually uh do you think it might be a sleeper hit no i think it's it's gonna be possibly a best art direction i think it'll be a decent 
showing but okay. I, I like paul king as a director he's kind of like a more storytelling a more traditional storytelling focused version of wes anderson but he has a lot of the same aesthetic qualities as wes anderson and i i think it'll be interesting to see within a few weeks timothy chalamet go from paul in the dune world to young willy wonka yeah the end of the year is a, a big timothy chalamet thing yeah. time of year and i i think they're, they're not they're not close enough that they're going to be competing against each other really but i could see the timothy chalamet having such a big year from or such a big boost in fame from dune part two that everyone then goes and sees willy wonka i can see it i could i definitely could see it uh i, I think they they are um because they're both they're also both warner bros and i think yeah. they i think timed those really well uh, yeah and and again whoever is timothy chalamet's agent are doing great i mean he might he might i don't think i don't think he's a good actor personally but really i, I think uh i think he does one thing really well yes yes he's very one noted and that's kind of why i he's okay but i think like i'm not a big fan of timothy chalamet but i think i might put him in best actor because i think he's gonna have a really good year i don't um, think i would put him in best actor i don't think any of these are going to be best actor for him but i i agree with you he has kind of i don't think it's one note i it wouldn't. I wouldn't classify it as one note, uh, but it is this same kind of pairing of flavors, which is this like nouveau masculinity, uh -huh. where it's like a masculinity that's like tender and sensitive. Um, so that'll be interesting. The color purple remake is going to be possibly interesting, and then I I think this Ghostbusters is going to fail. I, I don't know actually because it, it it the. The last one would actually was as kind of a sleeper hit, so it it might it might um, maybe I could be know, wrong. It might be. I I just don't think that the last one was memorable enough. Even though I liked it, actually, I did. I remember seeing it and being like, "This this has that nostalgic quality that we were talking about." But none of the characters, like I I can't remember any of the characters' names or or even what the main story was. Paul Rudd, I remember Paul Rudd was in it. Yeah, he was great. Paul Rudd, but he wasn't even the main character. He was like a barely a side character i think he's coming more into this next one i think it's it's like him finn wolfhard and like a, the other kid actors from the first one are going to be kind of returning got it and then Anyways, aquaman that's the which i think that's probably gonna do okay but not as not well enough yeah <laughs> i will say that the the other dc films prior to this kind of might set up the success or failure for this film um, I think the first one did really well, but I guess we'll see how this one turns out. Yeah, I just think James Wan is a competent enough director that it'll the trailers will be good. And it's going to be that movie that everybody goes and sees on Christmas Day. It's literally releasing on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, so, and who knows, these, these release dates are bound to change somewhat. So yeah. depending on how well the, the DC movies do, maybe they move it up a few weeks and we'll see. Yeah. But I think that kind of, that, okay. That wraps up the year. Yeah. That wraps up the year. I think we're going to, we kind of picked out a lot of the things contenders. I think I'm going to reanalyze the list and completely fill out my bingo list. And then I'm going to, we're, we're going to upload our uh, bingo list to our Instagram at film cookbook where we will also add a blank version of the bingo list where you can fill it out yourself and, and play along with us. Yeah. Send it to us on Instagram and um, tell us your predictions and we'll see. We'll all play along throughout the year and see if we are right or wrong. And maybe if uh, anyone wins, then we will give a prize or something. I don't know. I think it but depends on if we're, 
if we're doing really well as a podcast by then. True. <laughs> if we have a ton so. of views by next year and we're making money, maybe there will be a a gift of some kind, an AMC gift card. <laughs> Who knows? Or something if we have a sponsor. Yes. If you, but if you want to sponsor us for our, our gift giveaway, let us know. So I will say, don't get your hopes up, anyone. But, <laughs> but, but uh, maybe we'll do something if anyone wins. But I think we'll have to do something where it's like, if you, you have to have submitted it beginning of the year, you can't just like fill it out at the end of the year and be like, oh, look, I win. So I think anything, so send it to us now, because if we do do something with this later in the year, then only the submissions we get in the beginning of the year will we actually We're going to have to keep track trip. of all of these submissions. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, it's be fine. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think we're going to get too many. Probably not. <laughs> um but yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll have our assistant get right on it. That's me. <laughs> cool. Well, I think that's it for this one. Happy New Year everyone and we'll, we're excited to where we take this show and both filmmakers cookbook and concession impressions. Yeah, stay tuned and we'll see how these predictions hold up throughout the year. Have a good uh, new year. Happy holidays. Peace Happy out. Happy holidays everyone. <laughs> Bye.